Welcome to episode zero of Q the Duck Boats podcast. I'm your host, Jacob, and my co-host is Mr. Kevin Santangelo, the legend himself. And we have, we've, I would say this podcast has been in the making for about five years, probably actually thought about for the last year, but in the making for about five. Um, It's something we've always talked about wanting to do. Just, we love to sit down and talk about sports and betting and things going on in our lives so we decided to record it and hopefully some listeners want to listen to it too kev introduce yourself tell us where you're from buddy so i'm kevin i'm from nantucket massachusetts small little island 30 miles of the sea goes to cape cod for those that don't know that's kevy and uh the voice you heard first jake i am formerly of the puck lines podcast if we get any listeners who listen to both Still great friends with Andrew and Connor over there, so give them a listen. And um, I'm from originally from Bristol, Rhode Island. I now live in Situate, Rhode Island, and I live out in the woods now, and life is good. But we're going to get right into sports here because that's what we're going to be about. I think we're going to, at Q the Duck Boats, we're kind of going to talk about all the sports in general, maybe a little bit about life, a little bit about betting, and try to be kind of well-rounded with everything here. Um, I think speaking for myself, I'm a diehard Bruins fan. I'm a Red Sox fan. I would say I'm a diehard Cowboys fan, which I know throws everyone for a little bit of a loop. And I guess I'm a Celtics fan. I don't really care about basketball, at least pro basketball. I think it sucks, but Kev feels opposite. So, Kev, what are you What are you a fan of? I'm a fan of anything Boston because we're title town. We know how to win. Yeah. Yeah, we've been to a duck boat parade or two ourselves together. We've had some good times at those. Hoping that maybe the Red Sox can – pull out a couple wins here in Houston this weekend and get us back to a parade. Um, well, I guess they'd have to then win a World Series, but either way, I think if they get through this, I'd like I'd like to think we can beat the Braves, projecting the Braves win tonight. Yeah, I think the way Braves are going to win as well. Max uh, Freed on the mound. He's going to do good. He did well the first game against them. And the Dodgers look like they're going with a bullpen game starting Joe Kelly, so you never starting know how Joe Kelly? Play it. Yep. Joe Kelly Fight Club, they were members in Boston. Wow, I can't believe the one and only. Kelly. Yeah, you know he's he gave up a hit in point one innings pitch, but see how that goes for him. Right? I mean, still zero zero game still. But so the reason we're calling this episode zero is we kind of just want to get our feet wet. This is really just a trailer, so you can get to hear our voices and we can work out our sound and get some feedback, see what everyone wants to listen to us talk about. So that's why it's episode zero. Um, all we're going to really go over today is our early look at our both of our favorite team, the Boston Bruins, maybe give you a bet of the week, and then we're going to start planning for next week. So, Kev, what's your early opinions on the Bruins? How are you feeling about them? Uh, the first game was very exciting, definitely to see. Uh, Swayman looked good. Defense looked good. McAvoy, stud as always. That offense with Marshan, what do you have, two goals that game? Yeah, he, he had, the, he had the penalty shot, and he had the empty netter. Yeah, I, I yeah. think I agree. First game, I was pretty happy about. I love what I saw to Swayman. I was, you know, already going with, that. Oh, he should have started him in the playoffs, but, you know, maybe I feel a little bit different after the second game. But, yeah, I thought the Bruins looked good overall. I actually – I didn't I didn't really think that um, Bergeron and Pasta looked too great, but Marshawn really carried their line. 
I love what I saw out of the Koya line. I think they outshot their opponents 14 to three. So, I mean, that was great to see the third line. I love what we saw out of it. I love seeing DeBrusque at the goal. I really am very much so hoping for the Jake DeBrusque revenge tour to be fully underway this year. As anyone who knows who even follows me on Twitter or anything, I am a DeBrusque guy. I've always been a DeBrusque guy. I've written articles defending DeBrusque and he let me down last year. So I'm really hoping he could, he can come back and prove that he has it. The fourth line didn't see much of in the first game, but that kind of ties into the second. Um, how'd you feel about the second game? Second game was definitely, definitely tough to watch because just the back and forth of it seemed every time we tried to get, we got like our footing, it just something happened went against us. It was nice to see Taylor Hall start off early, get that scoring. Yeah. That's definitely big for his confidence. Given the season he can have, especially now adjusting with Coyle on the second line, they got to figure that out and get that chemistry now that uh, Krejci's gone. But definitely a good sign to see in the second game getting off with the goal. Yeah, th- that line jumped out, and I liked how they looked right away. I've liked how they looked in both games. The problem was, I think, it was like team defense. They're, I mean, the first, that goal with Riley, like Riley rushes the puck up, he turns it over, they go down two-on-one. I just felt like it was constant two-on-ones and three-on-ones with our D. I don't, I don't know if they're bad pinches or just some early season rust, but in a lot of times it kind of left, left Sway out there to die. But, I mean, there definitely were some softies that got through, but, again, he's a, he's a rookie, really a rookie goaltender at this point. So I think we have to, like, temper our expectations and realize how good Tukarask was. And that's kind of my thing, to, my point to give Bruins fans after two games. It's like Tuka Rask was very, very good, and he was a veteran, and he knew how to recover and return from a bad goal. Things that Swayman is going to take time for him to get to that point. So we need to we need to support Sway, be there for Sway, because we're going to need Sway. So I really, I mean, I like what I saw of him, even in you know, even in that loss. Sometimes, like I mean, I think I actually saw good old Andrew Tavarna tweet out that we need to realize like this could be good that Swayman has this early because you want a young guy to be brought right back down to earth and know hey this is the show you know what I mean you're gonna get lit up some nights some just kind of I'm like replaying the whole game in my head I did like what I saw about the out of the fourth line I think Nosek looked better I think Freddie was skating which was good I haven't really seen Freddie skate yet this calendar year so it was pretty good to see Freddie skating hard another guy I defend but I haven't loved his game lately but he was skating hard yeah, that nice shot on goal that Kuhlman ended up putting away. So I was happy to see that out of the fourth line. First line, didn't see enough out of them. I mean, they, they worked hard. I just, Pasta's hitting a lot of posts, missing a lot of net through two games. Again, it's through two games. So everything we're saying is kind of just conversational and bullshit, really, when you're talking about two games of the season, when we're finally back to 82 games. Um, only other things really Bruins I think we can touch on is, how do you feel about the McAvoy contract? Like, yeah, I think it's good. Like, we talked about this, especially with the new deals that the NHL is getting with ESPN. I think down the line, that salary cap really jumps. It's going to be a steal. He got him. He's young. He's 23 years old. Good value. It's, especially, like I said, when that salary cap jumps, it's going to be a steal, just like the pasta one was. Yeah, I, I agree 100%. I think once we get out of this COVID cap, frozen flat cap when it jumps up with the TNT and ESPN deal. I really think the cap's going to go up. I think hockey's going to grow and that deal is going to look even better. That kind of ties me to think the I loved the in between the periods last night. They had tweets up making fun of business hair. Then for the first time, I think in hockey history, someone in the, in the freaking intermission report said, 
the Bruins' perfection line was horned up offensively. When Paul Bissonette said horned up offensively on national TV, I couldn't have been happier. I was like, this is, this is hockey, man. Like that's how, that's how hockey players talk. And like anyone complaining, like, listen, it went over your 10 year old's head. He can still watch the bees play. Okay. Like Walt Disney used to say, we're shit in his movies. Let's relax. But I, um, I absolutely loved the, I love the coverage that TNT is doing. Um, ESPN needs to show me a little more. I'm hoping they do tomorrow. We have Bruins against, um, Bruins against Buffalo tomorrow. How do you feel that game's going to go? I, I think the Bruins should come out after that loss and absolutely boat race Buffalo. But, hey, Buffalo has been looking pretty good, kind of like a wagon without Jackie Ikes. Brewers up to yeah. nothing. Yeah, it's definitely definitely be interesting to watch Buffalo. What are they, 3-0 and in the season now? Yeah. They're showing yeah. great defense, goaltending, yeah. and scoring like five goals a game. Definitely what we did not expect, as we've talked about. Yeah. But definitely a big rebound game for the Bruins. You like to see, like we said, Bergeron get going, Posse get going. I would that – was it Nick Foligno? He left the game hurt. So Folino. 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 Perfect. Great. Great job. I just have to hang in there with me with these hockey names. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough for the, the heavy Boston accent when he gets a new name, you know. Yeah, Felino's out. I haven't seen who would step in. I can do a quick search. I, I would expect it to be Stanika, but I don't know. I could be wrong. It could be like Bleed or someone. But um, I think that if it's long-term, I think that it would be – they would call up Stanika because I think he is the – he would be the best guy to put in there like long-term. But I don't know. I think they said he was day-to-day. So hopefully Felino can get back soon because I was really liking what we were seeing out of that third line. Again, I wouldn't really mind seeing Stanika get some time because he did everything possible to earn it. But, you know, that isn't isn't our decision to make. That's why we don't get paid millions to talk about the Bruins. We get paid nothing to talk about the Bruins. We just do it for fun, you know. But especially with Stanika looking good, 10 pounds he's put on I the know. muscle. I know. That's what I would like to see him play. I think that kind of wraps up our Bruins talk other than, I guess, our bet of the week. We're going to give you guys a bet of the week every week, something that we think is just something that's going to hit. Our bet of the week this week is going to be the on Sunday. It is the Bruins against the San Jose Sharks game. It's at 1 p.m. Eastern time, and we're going to take the Bruins on the puck line. That means we're taking the Bruins minus 1.5. Therefore, they have to win by two goals for the bet to win. I expect the line on that will be about, or the price will be like plus 140. If you can get it at anything higher than that or around there, I would take it. I like the Bruins, obviously. I'm, you know, I'm completely unbiased, but I like the Bruins. Um, I think that bu- the Buffalo game should start getting the offense really flowing because they're much, much, much less of a team than we are. So I think that we'll roll into that game against San Jose and get a big win. Um, other than that, it, it, this was fun. This is a little extended trailer because once we get going, we just kept talking. So we're going to release this out, and then we will get back to you on our Twitter page about when episodes are going to be, and we're going to interact with you guys a little bit and try to get some ideas of what you want to hear us talk about. Obviously, you know, on if we record on Mondays, things like that, you're going to get a lot of football talk, a lot of hockey and football. We're both big football fans. So we're going to try to be well-rounded and give you a lot of different sports stuff. And uh, you can give us a follow at Q the duck boats with a Z on Twitter. I'll get that out. I'll retweet it and I'll, I'll push it from my own account um, at Jacob Abenanti. I'll push it all from there and um, just give us a follow, hang in there with us and we're going to get this thing moving. Thanks, Kev. No problem, Jake. 
just a little before we leave here, Braves are up two nothing in the first. Yeah, even home run off Joe Kelly. I saw so, that. Good you signs to come. You know what? We'll throw in a little bonus. Who do you have tonight in the game? I think the Braves. Game. Oh, the football, football game. game. Ooh, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take Denver. I think with no Baker Mayfield in Denver, Teddy Bridgewater is having a career year in all his categories and all the stats. That team's clicking between the defense, the offense. Cortland Sutton back from that ACL, just looking like a monster like he is. That true wide receiver number one. So I'm going Denver. Denver, huh? Denver. I'm going to agree with you. We're going to go Denver Broncos tonight. I don't think Cleveland has it without Baker. I think everyone just disrespects Baker, and that guy is the heart of a warrior. Out there playing with his shoulder practically falling off. Guy needs surgery, and he's out there trying to play. And there's no Nick Chubb and no Kareem Hunt, both out with calf injuries. So I agree. So we gave you the Braves. We gave you Denver. We gave you everything we had tonight, boys. And let us give one last special thank you to our partners over at Inside the Rink who are helping us bring this podcast to you. Everyone jump on Twitter, follow inside underscore the underscore rink. Check out all the content they've been putting out, and that's going to be the home of our podcast and a home of some of my writing when I do finally get back into it. Thank you. Have a good one.